Welcome to this episode of Stacks and Stories, the podcast of the Mississippi Library Commission. This episode is part one of a three-part series on animals. The summer library program theme this year is Tales and Tales, so we've asked some of the employees here at MLC to talk about their favorite animals or pets and maybe share their favorite book or two which features an animal. Today is Cats Galore. Are black cats considered good luck anywhere? What are some fantasy books that have cats in them? Where does a cat named Yoshimi like to hang out? Tune in to find out these answers and more in this episode of Stacks and Stories. Hi, my name is JD and I'm a patron services librarian with the Mississippi Library Commission. And I also love cats. My wife and son and I actually have five that live with us. Cats were first domesticated over 9,000 years ago in Cyprus and house cats share 95.6% of their genetic makeup with tigers, which makes them pretty ferocious. There's no agreed upon number of breeds, but there are anywhere between 44 and 71, because cats like to be mysterious, and house cats can actually reach speeds of up to 30 miles per hour. But today I wanna talk to you about one of my cats, my oldest cat, an ex-stray that we adopted named Luna. Luna was born the smallest of her litter in the wild, but she has found a loving home with my family. And did I mention, she's all black. Although black cats have a reputation for all things spooky, black cats are actually good luck. Sailors believe black cats brought good luck to a ship and ensured a safe voyage home. And in some parts of England, people believe that if you give a new bride a wedding gift of a black cat, it will bring her good luck and happiness in the marriage. Black cats are also very healthy. The same genes that cause them to have a black coat also offer protection and resistance from some diseases. And if you love black cats as much as I do, you'll want to read The Black Cat Book by Walter Copeland. It was published in 1905, and this timeless children's book, told in rhyme, follows a group of mischievous black cats and kittens as they go shopping, learn to spell, have a party, go to the doctor, and take a bath. Hello, readers and animal lovers of all ages. My name's Kristen Hillman. I'm the library consultant here at the Mississippi Library Commission and all around weirdo. I say I'm a weirdo because when I was a kid, I took freakishly good care of my books. Movies too, but it was my collection of books that I was quite particularly fond of. I'd spend hours arranging them in neat rows and organize them by title, color, whatever. But my baby brother DJ, he's not a baby anymore at 14 years old and six foot one, he was not a guardian of books. I'm telling you this strange story about me being an obsessive book nerd because when I was younger, my favorite book was I Am a Little Cat by Francois Croissant, the heartwarming tale of a little cat who lives with a nice lady. Little cat goes on an adventure in the city and he escapes his house one day. He has a wonderful time out in the city until he finds himself lost. But luckily for him, a helpful black alley cat helps Little Cat home and even finds himself a forever home with Little Cat and his owner. And it's so sweet and heartwarming, and this was the first book my mom ever read to me, so I made sure to take super, super good care of it until it was time for me to pass it on to my little brother. He was only two at the time. And unfortunately, 
I was 15 when DJ was born. I didn't know at that time that two-year-olds and books with paper pages and covers sometimes just do not mix. The cover may be torn and some pages taped together from it going to battle, but to this day, I still have my copy of I Am A Little Cat. It's right here all torn up. Even though I don't have children of my own, I plan to one day pass this book down to maybe my future nieces or nephews, perhaps my step-grandkids one day, but not right now. <laughs> the torn cover and taped cover, they kind of in a way remind me of all that the book has been through being passed down from person to person in my family. I've always been allergic to cats, but I've always loved them, and I think that's why I enjoyed this book so much when I was a kid. Recently, I finally mustered up the courage and enough allergy medicine to adopt my own kitty from a neighbor. Now I can't imagine my life without my best friend, Mr. Jinx. He's my not-so-little cat. I love watching Mr. Jinx try to catch the light from a laser pointer or lounge away on his kitty cat tower for an afternoon cat nap because cats are the coolest. Hi, my name's Elizabeth Scott and I'm a reference librarian and the social media coordinator here at the Mississippi Library Commission. My childhood pet, the very first pet that I got who was mine that I got to pick out was a little orange kitten. I named him Blossom after Strawberry Shortcake's friend, Orange Blossom. Blossom turned out to be a boy, but that's okay. He was just Mr. Blossom after that. He didn't have any sort of identity crisis or anything like that. He was a simply charming cat that would let me hold him and dress him up and take him for walks. And poor baby, he was such a good boy. That early love of cats led to a love for cats in my books. And because I have gone on to enjoy fantasy and science fiction, I especially like books that deal with magical cats. I ran across Cat Wings a couple of years ago, and it's a series for beginning readers, early chapter books about kittens that fly. So four kittens are born with wings and their mom sends them away from the city because it is too dangerous there for flying cats. But lo and behold, the country is not any safer. But they are, there are four of them and they are just the sweetest things. They are light and pleasant and the little kittens are just super sweet. I have over the last few years, I've discovered Tilly Walden, who has turned out to be one of my favorite graphic novels creators. And her graphic novel, Are You Listening?, was another surprise hit with me. It's set in West Texas, and two women, both of them a little battered and beaten by life, they meet and they find a cat. They're on a road trip in West Texas, and they find this lost cat, and they decide to take it to its home because it has its name and where it lives on, on its collar. But then it turns out that the cat is being chased by these sort of men in black, and they're from the Office of Road Inquiry, and it turns into this sort of dreamlike fuge sort of thing where the cat is part of their healing and and part of their discovery and it's just this mystical delightful romp. I don't know if delightful is the right word because it was a little sad but it ended on a positive note and I really enjoyed it. And last but not least my third favorite magical cat is Lion Cat from Saga which is a great comic series 
by Brian K. Vaughn and Fiona Staples, and this cat will make you fail every single deception check that you try to do. It can instantly tell if you're lying, and it growls or says lying. So my name's Elizabeth, and I love cats. Hi, uh, my name is Sebastian Murdoch. I am a patron services librarian in the Talking Books Department of the Mississippi Library Commission. Today I'm here to talk about animals, my connection to animals, and, and specifically one of my favorite books that I remember reading as a kid about animals. It was The True Story of the Three Little Pigs by John Siska. I loved that book when I was a kid. I found it was so interesting, the idea of telling this story that I knew by heart from a different point of view. And as uh, someone who's also a writer, it's been a big, it was a big inspiration for me when I was little that I just wanted to learn all about the backgrounds of the characters you don't hear about in those books. So the big bad wolf and, you know, the the evil stepmother from Cinderella. I wanted to know all about them. And it started from that book. But for me, I have two cats, Kafka and Yoshimi, and they are both so sweet. I love them to death, even though they want to drive me up the wall sometimes. Yoshimi, in specific, has a habit that I despise. So I live in a townhouse-style apartment, which means my my apartment is split between two floors, where my bedroom is on top and my living room and everything else is downstairs. Well, downstairs we have sliding glass doors and has, you know, blinds with a track on top. Well, Yoshimi is a little cat and she doesn't weigh a whole lot. And she has discovered that she can get onto the arm of my couch and leap from there to the top of my bookcase, which is right by the sliding glass door, and walk tightrope style across the top of the blinds. She will walk up there, get to the very end, and realize not only does she not want to jump all the way down, but she can only move backwards. She can't turn around. And so she will whine until I get up and get like a jacket or a blanket or something and stand there with my arms lifted towards her, stretching the jacket as tight as I can. So when she puts her little paw on there, she doesn't feel like she's going to fall. And then she jumps I grab her, I put her down, I say, don't do it again. Five minutes later, she's on the arm of the chair, staring at the top of the bookcase, thinking about it. I have to kick her off and tell her no. She's ridiculous. She she is such a little drama queen, a, a little diva, but she's my shadow. She will not let me out of her sight. The only time she doesn't hound me is when I go to bed. She'll sleep further down the bed or somewhere else. I don't know where she goes. But in the morning, I sit on the couch and she's curled up on my feet, purring away or whining for me to open a door she doesn't like that's closed, even though she doesn't want to go in the room. It's, I love her to death, but she is not the brightest bulb in the box. Neither is Kafka, to be fair. He, he is boys orange and dumb as rocks. But, but yes, I, I've lo always loved animals and I especially love my pets. They are my children. Like I would absolutely die if anything happened to them. Hi, I'm Christina Kelly. I'm the Administrative Assistant for Administrative Services Bureau. The book that I chose today is The Cat That Walks Through Walls by Robert Heinland. Robert Heinland is one of my favorite authors. I always go back to him when I need a comfort read. And The Cat 
that walks through walls is part of his future history series, his world as myth series. And tying it into the summer library program, Tales and Tales, is that we've got Pixels, which is the cat that runs through several stories, quite literally. The last part of Heinlein's life, several of his novels all tie together. And he seemed to always have cats in them. And Pixels is often compared to a Schrodinger's cat, that he does the impossible things because he doesn't know that he, he's not supposed to be able to do them and is always showing up in impossible places and quite literally does walk through a wall in this book. So The Cat Who Walks Through Walls is a basically a space romp sci-fi fantasy novel that involves the recruitment of Colonel Colin Campbell into the Time Corps to help kind of sort out all those weird things that happen throughout time. He meets Gwen Novak, which is her alias. She is Hazel Stone, who is also in other novels that Highland has written, which the Rolling Stones and I believe it was The Moon is a Harsh Mistress. And by the way, if you are watching The Irregulars on Netflix, The Moon is a Harsh Mistress also has the Baker Street Irregulars in it. So just a little tie in there. I have two rescue dogs. I have had cats in my past, and I have decided that I might like cats a little bit better than dogs, but these dogs have turned into cats and can't decide on which side of the door they prefer to be on. So we call them cats. Fondly call them the Koo Kelly, because my husband's Irish, so they're the hounds of Kelly. Thank you for tuning in to this episode of Stacks and Stories the podcast of the Mississippi Library Commission. We hope you will tune in next time as we talk all about man's best friend, the dog, and we encourage you to visit your local public library often.